Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if I do say so myself. I've noticed that and I think our listeners have noticed too because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Hi, everyone. Before I get into this week's episode of Sexy Unique Podcast, I just want to say a huge thank you to all of my patrons on Patreon. Merry Christmas to you guys. You're the reason for the season and you're the reason that this podcast exists. You're the reason that I get to talk about Vanderpump Rules 24-7. You're the reason I do what I do. So I appreciate each and every one of you. And I thank you for your support. If you want to become a patron of this podcast, it's super, super simple. All you have to do is visit www.patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast. And it is there that you will find all the information that you need in order to become a supporter of SUP. 
For as little as $1 per episode, you will have access to over 50 bonus episodes as well as very VIP recaps of as well as patron only recaps of season one and season two of Vanderpump Rules. There are other levels that you can come in at, but a $1 per episode commitment gets you in the door and access to tons and tons of bonus content. So I think it's pretty worth it. Again, if you're wanting to support this podcast, if you love it, if you want to make it bigger and better, head on over to www.patreon.com slash podcast for more details. Also, I was on this week's episode of Watch What Crappens. I filled in for Ronnie and recapped this week's episode of Vanderpump Rules. I had a blast with Ben and we lolled a lot. So if you were in the market to hear me go even deeper into Vanderpump Rules analyzation, check it out. Watch What Crappens. It's on iTunes, Spotify, and everywhere you pod. And now, without further ado, I give to you this week's episode of SUP. This is the Sexy Unique Podcast, an exploration of Vanderpump Rules. Ain't nobody got me feeling like I'm feeling you. And I'm your host, like Lara Marie like Shane Hall. Yeah. Everybody freeze, put your hands up. We ain't about to take it easy, hope you cakes up. Love with the beat, here we go so in. Then we go with a friend, you be both win. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sexy Unique Podcast. I'm your host, Lara. And I'm doing something very different this week. I have traveled across the country to consult with a mystic, but not just any mystic. It's aura reader and psychic mystic Michaela. Hey guys. Hi, how oh are you? Thanks for having me. Thank and you. Coming all the way here to Boynton Beach. For having me to <laughs> Boynton Beach. Boynton because Beach, where it's not going on. It's but. not, but it's like, it's zen and chill here. It is. It's yeah. very chill. Um, so... This season of Vanderpump Rules has yeah. been like very, I think, different than other seasons. Mm-hmm. And I feel I felt like a little personally frustrated. So right. I'm really glad to be getting to talk to you because there's so much, I, there's so much to talk about. Yes. And I think we need like guidance right. as, just as the viewers to see like what's really going it's very on. upsetting, you know, mm-hmm. like so I see colors around people. Yeah. So I'm an aura reader, which just means I see colors around people and I've been doing it my whole life and mm-hmm. they one day I was like, oh my God, these mean something, you know? And then, <laughs> and then I started like this and I'm like, okay, I can like help people. So like it's yeah. a way for me to measure like how one is living authentically in their life. Mm-hmm. And, and like, that's in a nutshell. So I've always been drawn to reality television because it's like, I mean, obviously these producers don't get balanced or a color people on here. So yeah. like when I started watching this, like back watching Vanderpump Rules, I'm like, oh my god! Like there was it. The auras were just yeah, popping off. If they like pop right out, and this is like, where has this been? Like this yeah. is great. It's a it's a lot to handle too yeah. at first. Yeah, like, it's very intense. It's really intense. And yeah. I remember the first time I watched it, I was just like, oh my god! Like I can't handle yes. the show. Mm-hmm. And then I was having a bad day where my aura and vibration was right. probably very low right. from a hangover. Right. And then <laughs> I was watching, and I was like, wait, I love this show. Yeah. And and then I was sucked in. You have to like watch it a lot and mm-hmm. then it makes sense. Like I wa- I remember I watched the first season and I was like, oh, like I got like visceral reactions to it. Same. Like I'd get like really stressed out and then <laughs> like a lot of anxiety and it was like triggering me. 
<laughs> like I was getting triggered. And then and then this season, I'm like, okay, like I think maybe I'm in a better place in my life or something because I'm like watching it. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa. But you're like, yeah. I'm not having a heart attack right. anymore. Like, I can handle this. <laughs> Like I'm not being triggered. So how old were you when you started to be able to see people's auras? I've always seen colors around people. Really? But like I just even as a child? Yeah. Wow. I thought it was normal. It's like it's like just it was normal to me, like yeah. smelling or tasting or mm-hmm. whatever. And I didn't it's, it's like one of those things you don't know what it's good for, you know, until like you live your life a little bit. And then I was a teacher, and so like I would use the colors to like help me um, teach the kids in ways that worked for them. I was a Spanish teacher. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, like it, it's so much more than just what it is. Like I, I can get messages like career and relationships and being authentic to yourself. And yeah. I can see imbalance and why people aren't feeling connected to themselves or mm-hmm. why people hurt themselves or hurt other people and stuff like that. So then I started um, doing like several years ago, just, you know, psychic aura readings. It's, yeah. You know, now it's my practice and it's grown and that's what I do. That's but so awesome. When I watch... Um, like Vanderpump Rules, and when I'm watching this, it's just it's kind of good because you get to see the extremes. Yeah, you know, because usually people aren't this imbalanced, so no. <laughs> like, I get to see the extremes. They're a like, special wow. crew of ultra imbalanced <laughs> humans. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's fun. <laughs> um, so what? Okay, so we've gone through like what it is to yes. see an aura. Are the okay? So a question of mine is, yeah. and I know I'm I know I'm familiar with like the basics right. of aura colors and yeah. whatnot, but is there any such thing as like a bad color as far as auras are concerned? Like a bad color is one that you wear that's not yours. Okay. So like whatever you are authentically is your, that's a good color yeah. for you, mm-hmm. you know, but you just have to own it. And even like, here's the thing. Like I see thing in, I see things in colors. I see people in color, Yeah. but it's really about a vibe. Like you can tell when someone's being fake or mm-hmm. you can tell when someone's like living inauthentically or they're saying one thing and, and they're actually doing another, but they don't see it themselves. And for really intuitive people, cause you're really intuitive. You're like, so really intuitive people like that can be really stressful yeah. to be around it. And on this show, particularly, I noticed that people, there's like this pattern where people, and it's not just like how producers are running it or whatever. It's like people are saying things that they don't mean or yeah. they're trying to portray a lot. And I think that that is the stressor. Like mm-hmm. that's the stressor when I'm watching it. Yeah. But um, yeah, there's no bad color. It's just like what you are. It's just like a different color is coming into your. Yeah. You can wear a color that's not yours. Do you have a baseline color at all times? Like you sh- a color yeah. you're born with? Yeah. You have like inherent colors. Okay. And that's like what you are. Now you can like wear them wrong like you can kind of like get just because life hits us right so you can be like more one than the other okay sometimes that's like an imbalance or one will just totally smush another one out Mm -hmm. you know like or things like that can happen um those are easier fixes inauthentic colors are a little tougher yeah a little tougher fixes that's like just you know the nurse that is you know going to be a lawyer like it's not going to work out you Mm -hmm. know like it's just that's like a bit of a tougher fix but that's because you were told your whole life usually it's environmental like you were told your whole life that who you are isn't right so you have to wear an energy of somebody else okay so you're like fighting against your like own journey totally okay got it can i ask what my aura do i have an aura right now yeah you're very very purple like you're blue too but you're very purple okay and it's very strong i mean obviously you're artistic you know like it's there's like a lot of um need to create around you but there's also this feeling that 
Like, there's also this feeling, like, I do feel like when I was talking about um, being told you're not right your Mm -hmm. whole life, like, I do feel like in a family system, like, you definitely stand out because there's a lot of structure around you. Um, And I get, like, a a father relationship that's close, but it's also, like, hard Mm -hmm. because, like, I feel like he, I'd have to see a picture, is very different from you. And I would say (laughs) that, like, you agree with, but you're blue, right? Yeah. So you're an empath. That means you can feel other people's feelings. Mm -hmm. So you could, like, step into other people's perceptions of you and believe them. Yeah. So, like, as a kid growing up or whatever, it's like, okay, I better, like, to get love, like, be what I know I'm supposed to be. But then there's this other part of you that, like, rebels against it. And then Mm -hmm. there's, like, a self-destruction kind of thing. Wow. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I just got red. (laughs) I'm like, my ears are ringing. I gotta go. Right. It's a lot, you know. No, but that's so cool. Yeah, but art and artistic expression, like for you, you need that outlet. Otherwise, it bottles, bottles, bottles up. Mm -hmm. And like every once in a while, it's got to burst out. Otherwise, it's going to burst out in a way that hurts you. Yeah. And I feel like you've just, you've been through all that. And like, you're kind of like, all right, got it. Mm -hmm. Like, you know yourself, you're pretty self-aware. I'm very, I'm very self-aware. I would say like 90% of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the yeah. other, I'm just trying to purple that other period of time is yeah. TBD. Yeah. Purple's a lot. Yeah. Do you believe in, so aura photography, just to have like a side note, do you believe in that? Or is it's, that more of like a gimmick or? It's hard because like, I always want to like explain it to people because mm-hmm. like if you're indigo, for example, you're going to absorb the colors around you. Yeah. So I'll see like indigo people and they're like, but here's my aura photography. And it's like all these different colors. And it's like, because you absorb, mm-hmm. like you just absorb what's around you, got you know, it. like you wouldn't, like yeah. you would be like, you got more boundaries, you know, mm-hmm. but some people don't and they have to be told like, you don't have boundaries. That's why you don't know who you are or yeah. like, what's going on half the time or what you want to do in life or like all this stuff. Like, so it works, but it kind of tell. But there's there needs to be a better explanation, and I feel like we're just really lacking the aura explainers. Yeah, it's there's no yeah, aura. They'll explanation. be like red is passion. They're like, Here's a cute card yeah. that says like the basics. <laughs> like, now you passion. Google it. Yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> and it's like, well, but maybe you're wearing red because it's like you're doing this job, and your boss is like on you. Like, just I don't know. Like, so yeah, it's not gonna get the it's whole fun. picture. It is fun. It's fun, and the, the picture is pretty. So totally. And it's fun to put on your Instagram and be like, look at me. Yeah. You know? Okay. Let's get into this episode. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, yes. I will have to get like a further reading some right. other time. This isn't therapy. This is Vanderpump rules. Okay. Um, so it begins with Katie giving Lisa an ultimatum mm. and I guess like a good way. I don't know what the best way to go about this is, yeah. but like, so each cast member, like, what is Katie's aura Katie, in this scene? Yeah, to me. Mm-hmm. And I now, just to clarify, I watched season one and then the, the last four se- episodes of this season. Oh wow! Okay. So when I see Katie, I she's very dense, like mm-hmm. dense purple to me. Now mm-hmm. there are five main aura colors everywhere, and wears them differently. Just so you know. So okay. like the way that she's purple is that I feel like she is somebody who is intuitive but will like use it to her own advantage or Mm -hmm. something like that so like she knows like this is a good situation for her to i don't know like use the me too movement or whatever Mm -hmm. to like get to like get back at and i just don't feel like that's the worst thing that's ever happened to her like somebody calling her like you don't look good in those like 80s gym shorts like i don't think that's the worst thing that's ever happened or the worst thing she's ever done fell through a skylight so i would agree with you that that is definitely (laughs) not the worst thing that's ever happened to her i just don't think i can't 
could see her being that upset about it. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And uh, James being the target, uh, he just, he feels like such a target this season. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He's kind of, and I think this is a trend in Vanderpump Rules yeah. where someone has to act like either like the whipping boy or whipping yeah. girl every season right. that gets the brunt of everyone's like anger yes. and aggression so that if you're focusing on that person, yeah. you don't have to focus on anything that's wrong with yourself. Right. And I think also now the cast is so famous, quote yeah. unquote, that like it's easier to like crucify James and yeah. hang him out to dry than to like actually like I really don't feel in my gut like I really don't feel like Jax and Brittany are like in a very healthy or good relationship. Yeah, she's a healer. And I think yeah. that we're like straying. We're getting distracted from that with like all this James stuff. I feel like they don't want to just the show in general and like everyone's like being real touchy mm-hmm. about it i feel like nobody wants to like go there and I, i'm sure they will as the season goes on like, yeah touch that it's like or reality go there. TV, yeah so, they so they're have gonna like to. they're gonna circle back but like just to talk about those two like sh- and i see this happen all the time with couples mm-hmm. like so britney's blue like okay. so she's um but she's like really like therapist blue like preschool teacher blue like like she like what color blue is that like a lighter blue yeah it's a little lighter but it's also just like her vibe too it's like she's gonna see the good Mm -hmm. in you and she saw that you know and i see this happen a lot of relationships like people um look at somebody's soul intention and i feel like Jax is like a kid he really is there and you probably know their life histories or whatever but like i feel like Jax has some sort of under nurtured or over nurtured like vibe growing up yeah like where he was either under or over nurtured because i feel like he has this issue with um feeling like he's accomplished or whatever so i get that he has this <laughs> need to be good at something and then when he screws up he's like extra hard on himself and it's like a it's like a really kind of sad cycle for me and i i can see some people saying like oh he's got sociopathic tendencies or whatever and i just feel like it's more behavioral mm-hmm. than like authentic to him but anyways i feel like she sees him as this child that needs to be healed and forgiven and cared for and i feel like he being green and purple he feel you know green people are very logical so it's like okay like this is the framework and you know she's a good girl and i can't screw this up and because she's a good girl i have to be a good guy and because mm-hmm. she, so it's kind of like they both have this agreement to be good people and be with each other but I mean, I can see them having a kid or something before something really goes down. Yeah, I yeah. think that they'll ride this out as long yeah. as it can, and yeah. then and it will erupt in flames. Yeah, and be which will be great yeah. for the viewers, but really <laughs> right. bad for them. I kind of feel I feel bad for her. You know, like same. I really think she's a good girl, and I think she's a good person. Yeah. And like I see her as someone that really does i mean everyone deserves love but i see her as someone that could easily achieve everything she wants to achieve in life like she doesn't have to hitch her wagon to him in order to like have worth in this world right or to even launch a beer cheese company which i've taken a lot of umbrage with i'm like can you just you could start this on your own like he does not have to be involved in this He's the business. He's Googling things late (laughs) afternoon on a Friday. So TBD, if he can get get to the bottom of what you need to do to run a business. But what you just said is what sometimes imbalanced blue people do. They hitch their um, Mm self-worth to healing other people. Okay. So like, oh, if I can do this, I did good. Yeah. So it's kind of like a Al-Anon vibe a little bit. Yeah. I think a lot of people in this cast could benefit from an Al-Anon meeting or two. Yeah, of course. (laughs) So, um... Okay, wait, Lisa consults Natalie mm-hmm. and Lisa's really torn in this James situation right. and a lot of this episode is about like 
Lisa's Dilemma. That's yes. like the name of the episode. What's Lisa's aura in this? Yeah. Yeah. Like what's her aura in general and yeah. like what's going on? Lisa's really blue. And I do watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So I'm like familiar okay. with her. It's funny. It's it's interesting to see the dynamic because on this one, she's like hero. And on the other one, they like really go after her, mm-hmm. you know? Um, she loves those dogs, you know? And yeah. like, I don't think anybody can be bad that loves dogs that much. No. But I'll tell you, she... T- this is my theory on her. Oh, she's blue and she's purple. Okay. okay so just to clear oh my that God. up. But she's super into, <laughs> right. Wow. <laughs> you share it. <laughs> she's very intuitive. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like she does this thing though with like, the, the, it's like if you act like one of the dogs, like she will love you forever. So it's like a pet thing. Like, you know how yeah. like, we all have that dog that's like a big jerk to us. And oh my God, you pee in my shoes. You're such a jerk. But you look, aso- you know, appropriately sorry mm-hmm. or whatever for it. So I'll forgive you. Yeah. That's like James or like anybody else who like, but you have to be appropriately sorry mm-hmm. and you have to look like you could stay loyal to her. Yeah. So she can handle you doing anything to her as long as those two things go on. Like it, she feels a little bit more, um, I guess superior to you mm-hmm. and like you're like a pet yeah. to her but that's different than the aura thing that's her just that's just how she is that's how she's yeah. gotten ahead mm-hmm. that's how she's you know you that's her intention yeah and it makes sense with her to like think back about past seasons of the show and the cast members that she seems to really dislike like yeah. Kristen and I know she and mm-hmm. Stassi have butted heads yeah. at certain yeah. times and like and then think about like her relationship with Jax, let's say, right. and how he's kind of, he is a dog yeah. in the sense that like he is one, but then also like he like is a bad boy, but then like cute and yeah. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. If you're cute and sorry appropriately, but loyal and oh like God, a scoundrel. Yeah. 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 A little bit. Oh, okay. Well, wow, that rascal. makes so much sense. Yeah, yeah. Like she can handle it. Like she rescues dogs that come in and God knows do what to her beautiful rose lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Like she can, <laughs> she can handle it. So, yeah, it's like, a, but that's different than aura color. That's like an intention thing. Like, mm-hmm. that's her, she needs to feel like uh, above, mm-hmm. you know, that's just her thing. Yeah. And like, if anybody goes after her that way, like, she'll bring it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I can see, like, cause uh, like with Stassi, like, she's just like a, like a stronger personality mm-hmm. who's going to, not be so submissive so quickly. Yeah. Like, so any, she'll fight yeah. back in certain times or like yeah. have more of a voice. And yeah. She's yellow too. She's like yellow and purple. So she's kind of like Stassi's more just like direct, I guess, like whether she's right or wrong, like sh- she believes what she says and she's going to be like direct about it. That's how yellow people are though. They're yeah. Just like very like, here it is honesty. Mm-hmm. Oh, that hurts your feelings. I can't deal with that. You yeah. know, like that kind of a, a delivery, I mm-hmm. guess. And, Lisa's not like that. Like, I feel like it delivers everything with Lisa, like how you present yourself. It's like, um, it's almost like, like a, like Eastern or something. Like you have to like bow to her, like keep your head lower than her at all times. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's very different with her. Mm-hmm. So, so do you, did, when you were watching this, did you get the sense that she it is really having a dilemma about what no, to do with James or cares so. that much? No, I think like it's for show. It's, right? I feel like she had to act, um, like appropriately offended that somebody would talk to a woman that way mm-hmm. because that's the culture that we're in right now. Yeah. Whereas I remember the first season when I watched it, I mean, <laughs> I don't think anybody cared about like the women's feelings. No one has <laughs> up until like this moment. Right. And it's as though the entire past yeah. has been erased. Right. And now we're being told that like Lisa, her, the first and foremost thing yes. she cares about is people respecting people women. People have to respect women yeah. in their little dresses. Like, cause that's what I remember <laughs> from the first season. Like they, 
wore nothing. Like, oh yeah, they still wear the handkerchief dresses they really? okay, with like their little like kind of lady of the night purse, oh, like no. a change purse. No. And it's just like, okay, well, that's not incredibly empowering. It definitely only speaks to one body type. Oh, yes. And yeah, and I'm I get torn because I'm like, okay, it's cool that the women on the show are more like united. Yeah, they yeah, they feel that way. And it's good. Like I, I don't think that it's I don't think anyone should speak to women or about no. women the way that James no, does. I don't awful. condone that kind of no. behavior. So it's cool to speak to that, but yeah. it's like this isn't how you guys like really feel. Right. Like yeah. I'd rather see them just process and, and like try and I mean. wrap their heads around it than yeah. just be like, Time's up on James. It's like yeah. no, that's not And what that's what bothers me. And that's what I what I said was like everybody isn't saying what they really mean. Mm-hmm. Like it's not it feels like very contrived. Yeah. But I mean, possibly that's just the way that it's written or scripted or like produced. Yeah. You know, I think and it edited. has like a touch of that so I this get season. That. Yeah. But also I feel like they, it's, it's like, okay, like, yeah, I'm sure they have powwows. Like we're all gonna. But season one to now, like there's a, such a difference. Yeah. Like, season one felt, it's like chaotic, but yeah. chaotic authenticity. Authentic. Yeah. Like that, I was like that. I think that's why I was so triggered when I was watching it. It's like, <laughs> oh my God, these poor people, they all need to go to rehab or something. Yeah. They're just like, <laughs> constantly reacting to their environment and it's like pure and utter chaos now it's like they know what's coming you Mm -hmm. know a little bit except Raquel is she new to this season she's new in the sense that she like gets to talk like have a talking (laughs) she gets to have an opinion yeah but like she's been slowly introduced since I think last season or maybe the season before is just like the girl James's girlfriend and she kind of like speaks every once in a while but now she gets like her own talking heads moment like she had like the most brilliant thing to say last episode and then the most like awful like you know like the third grade moment was like really sad for I'm Mm -hmm. like oh this poor girl yeah but then then she said like she called Lala out and I was like yeah (laughs) <laughs> like she did pull the dad card when you guys were talking about something completely different. Yeah, she did. Lala <laughs> really didn't handle that. Like no. that whole confrontation that was word. not what handled well. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that on your podcast. But I've never, oh yeah, you're allowed to say I've never anything. heard the word twat like in any reality <laughs> show ever. <laughs> she just said that. It was a really good clap back <laughs> or just a sentence. That's because my dad died, you twat. <laughs> <laughs> can we put that on a t-shirt like, yeah that, that yes. is a good it's good it's a good line <laughs> i was wondering like what the hell is raquel's aura because i cannot get a read on her like no, energetically yeah. i'm like is this like what is going on in her head she's really layered um I, she's like the most she's <laughs> a, a kind way <laughs> she's, she's a very layered she's a conundrum like she's like don't call me layered <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't say that don't clap in my face mm-hmm. she to me um like, if she was sitting here, I feel like she would understand a lot of, like, mm. what I was talking about, you know? She would understand? No. Oh, I don't matter. think she would. <laughs> I think she'd be like, what energy? Like, what? Like, who? Like, where? Like, huh? Yeah. Um, I think she's a nice girl. Yeah. I feel like she wants to stay on the show, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like James is nice to her. You know, I do feel like he's nice to her and, like, can tell, like, oh, they're just making it up. It's for, and she, she goes with it. Yeah. You know, she's got a lot of... She's like so layered. So there's so much inauthentic colors on top of her. But I feel like like de- she's very blue. Yeah. And I feel like she's at got the some, core at the core. Okay. And I feel like she's deeply insecure. And I feel like she's, um, you know, trying to make something of herself and trying on a lot of different identities and see which one fits, you know, and I feel like she's uh, it, it, it but it comes across as confusing. I feel like for the viewer, because we're like, what is your 
you know, what's, what's your deal? What's your opinion? Like yeah. what, what's going on here? Yeah. And I feel like she just kind of wants to make it in this world. She's waiting to see how things play out before she really decides how she feels about anything. Yeah. And I don't even know if that's like, like any sort of a dialogue that's even going on in her head. It's almost like she's just like a, a feather floating in the wind. Yeah. yeah. It's like a blank space. Yes. And it's like, cause she won't acknowledge the fact that James has cheated on right. her, but she's also not necessarily denying it. It's yeah. just like, I feel like he's telling her it's storyline and she's just supposed to go with it. Yeah. And, and, and then she also is like, yeah, it's just, she's, she's existing definitely very upset. weird. Yeah. She's uh, very upset. And like the thing with James is like, when I saw his family, I don't know if I'm jumping ahead or whatever. No, it's fine. But when you I saw his family, over. like, I'm like, Oh my God. Like, I get it now, you know, like, mm-hmm. with the fa- like, that's the thing. Like, he comes across and I'm not. No, he shouldn't be. Listen, he's a dirty fighter. He's below the belt. I'm sure he's been doing this like a lot. Yeah. You know? Like, he's the type of guy like you don't want to argue with him because he's going to pull out like little brother crap. And yeah. be like, hey, you're ugly. You know, yeah. He'll go in for the jugular and yeah. then you'll just be like really like, upset. Oh, you'll be crying. You feel mm-hmm. like you're in middle school again. Like, he's he's intuitive enough to know what you're where your buttons are. Yeah. So people are scared to like fight with him. But, like, when I saw the family, I'm like, oh, this guy, like, was total survival growing mm-hmm. up. Like, total survival. Like, dad looks checked out. Mom obviously had some issues. <laughs> yeah. Like, the siblings. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> yeah. Like, it seems like he, like, kind of tried to keep it together as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he had to learn how to, like, get low, you know? And I think he was bullied a ton yeah. growing up. Yeah. And so he just, and he seems like that kind of person where yeah. it's like, you pick on him and pick on him and pick on him and then he fights back oh, and yeah. he gets in trouble for it yeah. and then is like really sad and confused as to why like yeah. the other person he's isn't. a big mirror like mm-hmm. i think when, when if you're in a relationship with him any sort of relationship like he can't let things slide yeah so like like if you have any he'll call you out he just can't help it mm-hmm. like he'll do that he's a big mirror for people and people that can't handle it um are gonna like do kind of more head gamey stuff with him yeah you know like we're gonna do this we're gonna talk we're gonna do it, we're gonna pull out this like storyline about you being offensive to women you know and then all of a sudden like he loses it like because mm-hmm. he can't you, you brought him to his breaking point i feel like those tears were genuine oh absolutely yeah and i feel like this is everything to him and um you know but i think she's gonna hire him back and of course it's gonna be fine yeah so Billy Lee is getting right. like her final, the final step of her transition right. is getting like ass implants and hip right. implants or something. Her. That's great. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like amazing. Can I, I have that final stage of my transition? I like no ass. <laughs> I'm ready also yeah. to get right. to that stage. Cause it also, I maybe realized like that's what all the Kardashians have done. And then I was like, Oh, I'm glad someone like named what this surgery is. Because that, I was always confused, like, I had is it injections? Like a or? couple weeks ago, and I watched nonstop Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and mm-hmm. I was obsessed with the same thing. I'm like, can somebody please address this? Yeah, like, can we get to the bottom of what they have done <laughs> right. to their bodies? Yes. Like, I need to know just for my own purposes yes. and my savings account. How much money do Where I do need I to pull this off? <laughs> That's funny. Um, what's Billy Lee's aura? Yeah, she's like real purple. I, here's the thing: the other thing with purple is you're gonna find it all in like reality television because purple people are attracted to the spotlight and they don't mm-hmm. mind attention so but she's like purple but she got some red in there okay so um i was very briefly introduced to her like just in the past four episodes so like when i saw her i just felt like she is very authoritative or mm-hmm. like take charge so and but she seems like kind of a loner like i realize there's like people around her and maybe she's like include but i feel like there's some sort of distance between her and like the other castmates or something like that and i feel like they're almost like thrown 
I get, I kind of feel bad for her. Like, I feel like it's kind of like, and with, it's it's kind of like forced and she knows that or something. So, Mm -hmm. um, because I don't know all the story, like of what's going on, like what her interaction there is. I feel like it's, it feels forced to me, but she's aware of it. Yeah. I like her energy a lot. Like, I feel like she's, it's not easy to do what she's doing and looks so no. good doing it. You to know? be the only person, the only trans person Amazing. on this entire show yeah. of just like pretty like heteronormative, like yeah. cis white people. Yeah. And then like to have to kind of understand that you're the like tokenism of it all, yeah. but then play into it. Right. But then also keep like, you don't want to lose your shit ever because then it's like you're yeah. representative you're, yeah. of a larger community. Yeah, yeah. She's in a tough position. Yeah. So that red, which I don't see often on reality mm-hmm. shows, it just, it's like a lot of leadership vibe. Okay. You know, but also like, um, has a hard time submitting. So I do get like an, al- like kind of an alpha vibe with yeah. that. And, um, yeah, her aura is like so being purple and red, I tell people it's like it's like the hardest. It's like rigid plus like rock star. So mm-hmm. it's like the two different sides of her. So I feel like she can be like very logical. But she I mean to her to me, like I get that it just it, it does feel forced a little bit with her on the show. And like I feel like I wish they would get her like kind of engaged a little bit more, like authentically. Yeah. That, I just got the distance on it, like mm-hmm. with how she's cast or whatever. And then having, it's hard to like have, I guess like other women there that haven't been through a process of yeah. like a transition yeah. who are there to be a support system, but also like don't necessarily understand yeah, don't like know. what that means. Right. Yeah. What is Sheena's aura? Because she is an interesting, yeah. <laughs> her whole, she's such a flip flopper yes. from the day one right. and has never her. gotten like, I've never gotten a sense of like, who she is as a person like what she cares about what her passions are truly her passion is i feel like like attention Mm -hmm. and i don't know if she'd disagree with that like i feel like she wants people to notice her and and like you know um hear what she has to say yeah i feel like she doesn't have a like but but she doesn't know how to get that in the way that like serves her the best. Yeah. I feel like she feels like she has to latch on to other people. So yeah. that's like an issue for her because like, well, she's all one color, which mm-hmm. is like always an issue. Like if you're all one color, you have no other perspective. Yeah. So she's all purple okay. and that's like a problem, like to be all that. Cause I feel like she doesn't have enough trust in her own organizational abilities or like, I feel like she latches onto men or latches onto friendships or latches onto storylines or like, like whatever it is mm-hmm. just to be like, Oh, I'm oh, like, okay, right here. I could be relevant. There's a spotlight. Let me jump into it. Yeah. You know, like that. And I feel like, um, you know, she's very, I feel like she's very visual, you know, like she's, she's good at that. Like she's good at knowing what to look like or knowing how to like present herself in in that way. But I don't think she has like a whole lot of care or concern for like, I don't know. Oh yeah. James is mean. So I got to be mean to him too. Like it's kind of James said it. Like he said in whatever episode that was like, he was like, I bet I know how this conversation went down. Yeah. And I feel like he's a hundred percent right. He knows because she doesn't care. No, she doesn't care because she cares about if it affects her, Mm -hmm. like then she'll care. And in a way that makes her kind of easy to deal with. It's like Sheena cares about, Gina, I guess. Yeah. And like, if it affects her, she cares. If it doesn't affect her, she doesn't really care so much. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like it's boring to her. Yeah. So I feel that's how I get about her. Like she lives in her own, I guess, like lens. She lives in her own. Yeah. yeah. Her own bubble. Her own little bubble. And invites people into it. Yes, come on in. Yeah. Like do my thing. But yeah. wasn't she like a singer or something for a while? She or? was like a, like a budding pop starlet. Right. 
according to her. Right. <laughs> and I think she's getting back to that now. Like yeah. it's come around full circle where she's tried a bunch of different things, but now she's back to singing and it's like hard when recording an album. Yeah. Because like usually you need like a lot. If you don't know what your thing is, and I could see her being really good at something that's not so mainstream. Like she'd be really good fashion. Um, I don't know, like putting people together or working with people's makeup, you know, but I feel like she wants more, 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 more. Yeah. She needs more attention yeah, than that. Or than like that. the, uh, she needs like exaltation right she needs to be put on more of a pedestal and this is like a quicker way to do it for her yeah um but I, it kind of backfires because it makes her look like a joke a little well, people bit. see through it yeah you know, pe- people see through it quite easily they're like you don't really care you're just pretending to care mm-hmm. you know like which is and don't know i don't that's the other thing when you don't know yourself like people see that quicker like when you try to hide parts of yourself yeah or like you like she i feel like she's got a deep insecurity so like that hiding it makes it actually more easy for people to call you out on it. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's better just to actually own it. Like, you know, what? I really don't care what, what other people are going through. Like if she owned it yeah. and was like, you know, what? I really don't have an opinion cause I don't really care. Like this doesn't affect me and I don't, give a crap like mm-hmm. i feel like all right at least it's real at least it's real yeah. and it'd be fun to see her be like if it doesn't affect me who gives a shit but i think that's respectable <laughs> and that would, yeah and then like, i like, think okay. people would identify with yeah. that and be like hey same <laughs> like you know what that's a way to be you know yeah. <laughs> when britney and jacks are making beer cheese mm-hmm. and they're like melting it have you ever made beer cheese never <laughs> i don't cook a lot <laughs> It doesn't strike me as like a South Florida delicacy. No, I no. don't feel like it would be. I feel like it would get oily or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know how Mama dealt with that problem. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, uh, I'm attempting. I'm going to make an attempt at beer cheese, <gasps> yes. I think, sometime this week. Gonna, but it, it in no way involves melting anything. So that was very weird to see them like melting all this cheese like and like big blocks. putting it into pitchers. I'm like, have you guys ever heard of a food processor? I don't or? know what they're doing. Yeah, I don't think they know what they're doing either. But like, I'm gonna get the beer cheese. Yeah, I want. I want to buy it now and just eat it Mm -hmm. while I watch Pump Rules, just to try it. (laughs) Oh yeah, (laughs) that um, the like really spicy one that she made everyone (laughs) eat. Nobody liked. No one liked it. No, nobody (laughs) liked it. Amazing. Um, Lisa and Ken are trying to deal with Tom Tom Mm -hmm. the restaurant. Do you get? Can places have auras or is it yes. just people? Oh, okay. yes. Okay. But don't you feel that? Like when you go into a place and the vibe's the energy. off. Yeah. And you're just like, well, I just can't be at this restaurant. Like the something vibe's is off. bad here. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can't like sit in a certain section because you're like, oh, the vibe's off. Have you been to Tom Tom? I have not. Is Ugh. it open now? It's open now. Ugh. I've been. These are my dreams. Like eight times. Oh, stop <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> I wish I was. How are the cocktails? The cocktails are good. Are they? They're kind of inconsistent a mm. little bit, but that's like very on brand for the Vanderpump mm-hmm. Empire, where like you get one that tastes like very different so from the last one. Yeah. Um. But I think the vibe is pretty good. Like it's a place I can see myself going like probably eight more times. <laughs> Sir, <laughs> did you go to Sir? I've were you never in been a- to you any. In LA. I was, I've been there. Okay. I've been to um all these like i've been to la a bunch of times i've just never gone you know why because mm-hmm. i have like social phobia like i cannot be around large groups of people okay yeah it's like my well you wouldn't have a problem issue. with sir oh, really? really or villa blanca i this had this point, whole thought they're pretty empty now. are they really <laughs> kind of yeah i had this whole thought i'd be like oh, i'd be too many people and they put me in the middle of the room i had like phobias about it mm-hmm Okay, yeah. yeah, you could go. Yeah, you could go to Sir probably anytime, okay, that's and good it to won't know. be like that crowded anymore. Right? Pump more crowded. Tom Tom pretty crowded. It's crowded right now. Yeah, right. It's the new hot new 
like, yeah. restaurant in Lisa's empire. So they're so like attractive, you know, Tom Tom together. Mm-hmm. And then like I would imagine the place would attract a lot of, I guess, like attractive gays. I mean, that's kind of like my big thing. Like, yeah, I feel like- it's also people that are just like going out. Like, I wonder if everyone who goes in there knows mm-hmm. like the history of it, oh, okay. or if they're just kind of like this place this looks fun. Place. Like, I'll right. check it out. Yeah, I'm. I I need to do more like analysis. I think the guys feel like a real welcoming duo. Yeah. So I like I like them together. Mm-hmm. Like they feel like. I know I realize like they're they're not in a relationship, but they feel like they have some sort of like soulmate thing going on. <laughs> like where they like definitely ha- like they just have they ever fought? Like they just feel so like I don't think okay they fight. together. Yeah, like Schwartz feels like a sweetheart, like a little teddy bear. You know, like I realize he's had like, but but he's with that Katie. Yeah, her, yeah, and I feel like that's she she's like the boss in that relationship. Oh, for or sure. Whatever. But I like their vibe together, and I feel like they have like a really welcoming um energy for lots of different people you yeah know? what is ken's aura <gasps> ken ken and that dog you know like mm-hmm. whenever he carries <laughs> looks dead <laughs> what's jiggy's aura jiggy's but- like i call it like weekend at bernie's like whenever i see him like the dog i just i can't even pay attention to them because i'm like i want to poke the dog I'm yeah like, we need alive? to like do a life check okay? <laughs> yeah wellness checks every like probably, 30 like, minutes kill, like, he's probably dying and he's always bringing it back to life with these little paddles all yeah the time. they need like teeny little dog <laughs> defibrillators <laughs> and they're like <laughs> they like take, they take it around with them like that dog will never die yeah 45 A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? 
That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Um, Ken is green. Okay. He's green to his like, and and that that's a good pow- couple because I feel mm-hmm. like he's all, he is the business. Like yeah. I feel like he's like numbers. You know, it gets like you know talking to to the contractors, like all that. Like I feel like Lisa does that too, but I feel like Ken's like the the brass tags, nitty gritty stuff. Like he yeah. just gets down to it. That's a green person. You know, they like systematic operations, stuff like that. He loves his, I feel like he just loves Lisa. They do feel like they have a good relationship. Yeah. You know, they back each other up real well. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, they, they love the dogs together, you know? I, so Ken's like really green. Okay. But like, you'll see him like on the other show, he'll just lose it sometimes. Mm-hmm. And this one, he always feels like he doesn't care. Like if you push him enough, he'll yeah, yeah. fight you. Which I yeah, like he, that he sticks up oh, for Lisa yeah, I feel so like he'd hard. Be scary oh, too. I feel like he would stab you. But so far, like he's, you get more out of him on the other show, the house, than you do on the punk. Like, because then this one, he just feels like sometimes I feel like he's just zoning out. Yeah, or like he's just like staring off. Into <laughs> he is the staring distance. off into the distance. <laughs> And he's just like, he like had to be there or whatever. He shows up for his call time, says like, yeah, n- yep. enough lines to get paid for the yes. episode. And then he's like back and he's to like, Villa I'm Rosa. gone, Lisa. Yeah. And she's like, okay, Ken. And that's just like, <laughs> he did it. And then he goes home. Yeah. That's what I get from Ken. But he's real. That's real. You know, that's mm-hmm. Ken. He's a real. He's real. They're good. They're complimentary to they each other. They definitely are. Yeah. Yeah. He's funny. <sighs> he is really funny. Someone <laughs> sent me a video on uh, in Instagram DMs that was like, like the whole cast like the photo of them from the intro and they just started closing up on ken's face slowly and i was like whoa ken looks so different he looks like much more plump in the face and it's just like he's making a very strange expression i so, have to look at it and now. yeah i highly recommend I'm you pause like, yes. and then close up on that one on his face that's awesome <laughs> um 
what are okay so tom schwartz yeah i'm really concerned about him like his energy seems bad this he season seems distracted yeah and a little bit like um he feels like almost like it's like somebody who is scared to say anything yeah so i get that he's scared to say things and i get that he's a little bit like i get anxiety around mm-hmm. him he feels like a nice guy i just get that like with the relationship and stuff like that i can see him feeling a little bit like okay say this don't say that do say this don't say that because i feel like that's her influence a yeah. little bit you know like don't do this don't do this this is our image da, 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 da. so i get him just being a little bit like nervous to be because i feel like when he is himself because i haven't I don't remember him from the first season. So this is like my first introduction. He he's feels not a little super goofy. into like he's not heavily featured in the first season. Okay. He's more of a like a side friend. He feels like that. Yeah. Like, he feels a little goofy. Like mm-hmm. he might say funny things or like do silly. He's, he doesn't feel like malintentioned. I feel like if he's screwed up in the past because they do get like turmoil between the two of them like earlier on. Yeah. I feel like that has to do with like acting out because um, when he doesn't feel successful like in, a, in an emotional relationship, he'll try to get successful in another emo- another relationship did he cheat on her or something uh, like yeah that? he's cheated on her a ton oh, God. yeah because like he needs to feel loved mm-hmm. you know like that's his like if you f- if he feels loved he'll he'll like be okay but like he can't feel unloved i feel like that's a yeah a weird issue for him he has like a pet energy yeah right right yeah a lot of the guys do sandoval does not no sandoval Schwartz does jacks does james does yeah I can't think of it. I'd have to look at my cast photos. Like that's that's who definitely feels like the the girls. You know, not so much. She might be a little preferential to the men. Mm-hmm. A little oh, bit. she's super preferential to I the feel men. Like, yeah, she holds the girls like in a whole different regard. Yeah, I feel. I think Katie. She has like an affinity towards Katie. She likes Katie. Yeah, but even in the beginning of the episode when she's like, I don't know what to do. Like Katie's never made a peep, and it's just like, really? Kate, yeah, like has never. I see Katie as being someone at least in like the working environment is yeah. like she's just gonna do her job. Yeah. She's not gonna like ruffle any feathers because yeah. it was like a job that she had to do for yeah. a long time. Right. Um. She's tough. Like I feel like Katie's had to survive. Yeah, I think she had to like fight for her life at one point after her like accident. But then, yeah, Schwartz, there's something off about him where, and it maybe is like, like my instinct is that there's something going on behind the scenes that we're not talking about at all this season, and we're just like presenting like the problems or his storyline is just has to do with Tom Tom. Yeah, there's like an anxiety there, and there's like an unsureness, and I get that. Um, he's. I can see him being the type like he goes off and does his own thing and you don't know where he is for a while. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I can see he's like needs to be alone or he's like a little bit quirky, like that kind of an energy. And some of it is like you have to just forgive it. It's him. Yeah. He's like a little awkward or something that way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you read into it too much or take it personally, like if you're married to him, it can turn into something that's like it can get toxic. Yeah. So I can see that. What's his aura color? He he's got a lot of blue. Like okay. he's green and blue. So like. Being green, they're very um, concerned with being successful or being they can see themselves kind of like from an outside perspective and see themselves on paper or like how things look and stuff like that. But he's blue, too, which means that I feel like he has this 
intense fear of failure. Okay. He doesn't want people to see him as a failure, which is funny because it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy because yeah. I feel like that's kept happening to him. That sounds like those are two opposing forces. Yeah, it's hard. And when a green person wears too much blue, it holds them back because they can't move forward because they're so concerned with how that looks like from the outside. Because you know, like when you try to do something new, it looks like a mess to everybody for a while. Mm-hmm. And like green people can't handle it. Yeah. Like, so they're like, oh my God, this looks like a mess. I just quit my job to do this and this relationship. And I did it. And like, so it's the keeping up of appearances that can be like a lot. And then like all of a sudden, like he can dip back into like that whole insecure blue, like, oh, I just got to be loved. Somebody just need, I just need to feel that. I need to feel accepted like that. I feel bad for him. I yeah, know. I feel bad for him I realize he's too. like cheated and that's not good and that's sad and I don't like that. But he's cheated and I think he has like, it makes sense now because I think he has like some drinking problems too or God, just like drinking. All, too- yeah, they all do. Like, and his seem like, it's like, I mean, I guess it is a coping mechanism to some extent right. for everyone, but yeah. for him, it's like, Whenever things are especially like tumultuous, That's it's a green just like person thing, a blackout too. and then just right. like whatever happens, happens. Green people can do this thing where they'll like sporadically drink too much. Yeah. Like where purple people will do it more often <laughs> or like and they'll like switch it up with other fun things to hurt themselves. Mm-hmm. So but green people can do that and then, they're, and then they can be like, OK, I'm done now. Yeah. Like that done. And then they will be done mm-hmm. for a while. Um, But I can see him just not... It's emotions. Green people don't like to feel the out of control emotion feeling. And he's got a lot of blue, which is all emotional. Yeah. So his green self is trying to lock out any sort of feelings. He has bad feelings about himself. Yeah. But when they creep up, like they're going to when you don't let them just flow naturally, he's going to. So, yeah. So I do get just kind of like an awkward kind of like stressed out, anxious vibe about him. But he feels like a sweetie. Yeah. And I just kind of I'm like Brittany right now. I just kind of want to like heal him. Mm-hmm. Big beer cheese. What him. can he do to heal himself? Green. I feel like this restaurant's going to be really good for him. Yeah. Like, obviously, it's been open a while. If he doesn't fall into the trap of the drinking thing, you know, mm-hmm. like, I feel like it's going to be really good for him to create. Um, Because, listen, like, they are part owners, though, right? Like, cause did they're you- part owners. I yeah. think that they collectively own like 5% of the okay. restaurant, but it seems like it has given him more yeah, of a sense purpose. of pride. Yeah, yeah. And purpose. Green people need purpose mm-hmm. and they need challenge this is tom to the other tom to the end of all too because yeah. like they need to feel like they're working towards something they're learning and they're being challenged so i feel like schwartz is going to really get a lot of that from this and i feel like it's going to bring him to a different level yeah and i feel good about that and are they getting their own watch them get their own like spin-off or something like that like the tom tom i like, could be spin-off. i would like, definitely be into like I a tom tom like, spin-off like, watching or them just interact. kind of new cast like where they have to be the boss of like the, all the yes. people that work at tom tom yeah yeah like because they're just such a little duo mm-hmm. and i feel like they're just so they're fun to watch i like watching them like bumble their way through yeah. business stuff it's, even if it's not like even if they're putting on an act a little bit for the camera I don't care. it's still yeah. entertaining it's so great like when they were yeah. hiring everybody and then i <laughs> got that like feeling like production setting it up like so they have their own little yeah like something else happening maybe they'll try that out tom tom rules <laughs> i'm in me too i think it's time too to like expand the universe and like get new. some new blood yeah that are hungry and thirsty and we have that new guy who comes in for the interview hud who's teddy right. mellingham's brother that's interesting what was his aura yeah so <laughs> i <laughs> I watched the episode two times, like one to just watch and then right. another one to kind of take notes and like look a little deeper. And he was very like 
I was like, this guy is gonna. He's got authority issues. Yeah. Major issues with authority. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the first thing you're gonna see. Like okay. with him, like he's just not going to want to listen. And there's gonna be a part of us that all are like, yeah, like down with the establishment and mm-hmm. the barbacking, whatever world you are in, whatever he is, barback or something. Yeah, barback. But I feel like the authority thing is a big he's got he's red and blue mm-hmm. which he needs oh to, red so red God, okay there we go again so mm-hmm. like he's like very um physical like red people are very physical like they kind of want to be um leader alpha energy in charge that kind of stuff and i feel like uh he's gonna come in and like really roll some heads and do some charming and he, he could be, be like into, a new jacks a little bit he too. definitely is itching to feel some things out and, yeah. I, and he might bring in some new girls too like the other oh totally because yeah. he could be like a bit of a player yeah and I that was so and he's obviously like being placed in like oh, in yeah. the show because he sure. showed up and they're like they're like yeah you're hired immediately <laughs> right. with like no resume glance over anything so yeah, I got a good. That like, was a casting. Yeah, thing. yeah, that completely. was casting. That was no. He probably never done anything like that ever. No. What was he like a cage fighter or something? He was like a boxer. <laughs> okay. So he's like gotten very physical with people. That's awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be good. <laughs> I. How old is he? He looks like like a very he looks young really child. Young. Yeah, yeah, he looks like in his twenties or something. <laughs> yeah, I think. I feel like that's just going to introduce this whole new crew. Yeah. And so I, I don't know, like when they were doing the hiring, that was like the best part of the whole episode. For that me. was, I felt really bad for all the people that had to stand on the street yeah. and like pretend or like, I'm sure a lot of them thought they were actually going to interview for this job. Oh. And it's just like, wow, you've wasted seems, your entire yeah. day. It's LA for you. Yeah. You know? It was very LA. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, welcome. like hot people standing. They're so in hot. Line. Their yeah. hair's all good. <laughs> They're so good. I was like, Wow. Waste of hair and makeup. And you know, it took them like hours to get there somehow. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's so hot. I think like <laughs> that was when LA was going through a heat wave. Oh, so right. they're just like in the blazing sun and on the even- corner of like <laughs> Robertson and Santa Monica. Like I'm sweating just thinking about yeah, how much they like, were sweating. Yeah, I'm a little uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, what is, so Stassi and Ariana, they have like a meeting of the minds. They're friendly now. They're going to have a joint birthday. I get like a good vibe from their friendship together. It's the yellows. Yellow. See, the thing with yellow people is they can come off as cold Mm -hmm. and they don't mean to. Yeah. It's like, they're just kind of like, they both can be cold. And then like what happened was they read that off each other. Like they're kind of more alike than not. I would say. They seem that way. Except they're both yellow. Yeah, they're both yellow. Is Stassi yellow? Yellow and purple, She's yellow and say? purple. Okay. But I feel like on the show, I think I told her this too. Like she she's like the the it's like one or the other. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes the purple just like explodes on her and that's when she's like, Good TV, you know, yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And um but the yellow is like controlled, like, you know, the party planning, the organization, the logic, mm-hmm. the like quips, like she's quick, you know. Yeah. Ariana, she's like a little lighter yellow. So like I feel like she's like she's got it's more of like a defense mechanism that she'll throw up sometimes. I get like a lot of like pain around mm-hmm. her, I guess. Like I kind of feel she feels like she could be a little interpreted as bitchy or something. Yeah. But I feel like underneath that, it's just that she won't let people in so easy because she's insecure. She's insecure about letting people know her. She doesn't want to be vulnerable. Yeah. Because that, then you do expose parts of yourself yeah. and it's scary. And, and I feel like that's been hard. And Stasi's done that, too, because it, they showed in some sort of like 
rewind or something like her old boyfriend and i'm like that guy's like evil. oh he is awful what is patrick Zora? oh my god he's like sociopath green like which is a whole different kind of green <laughs> what color like what kind of it's green like sociopathic is it? green it's like green with like this feeling it's like of a sociopath color yeah of green sure yeah, yeah. It's, it's like electric it's like ah Ooh, like a like a radioactive yes! green yeah like slime oh my god like i just that. got chills <laughs> yeah it is he was such a sociopath to her and he so, was a psycho yeah and i only saw that one and and like that one like i don't know rewind or like pre- it literally preview. is like a 30 second less than 30 you know seconds what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah and you're just like i was like Ugh. oh i yeah. felt so bad for her mm-hmm. and like she um but her logic let that guy in yeah even though her emotions were probably like not good but then mm-hmm. you know eventually she figured that yeah, out she figured i like out. the new guy what's bo's aura he's He's a dark green, but it's more balanced. Okay, like a hunter green. Yeah, like right. Like he's <laughs> he's more balanced. I feel like he doesn't care so much mm-hmm. about like what she does. Yeah, right. I feel like the other guy was like, "Oh my god!" Like everything that you do has critical. To do with me, yeah, and just which like gaslighting. Yeah, she just feels a lot happier too. Yeah, like, she, she does can be seem herself happier. Or, but yeah, but the Ariana, she's to me like the vulnerability. Um, she's more nervous about that than Stassi is. So it's kind of more like a knee jerk reaction to be difficult or defensive, you know, but or just aloof even. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Yeah. You know, like I'm going to pretend not to care, you know, like that. But she does. Yeah. But I, I, I guess I kind of feel I feel for her like through like when I kind of get through spirit, like mm-hmm. I kind of feel for her. Yeah. Like there's a lot um, of pain and insecurities there with just, I guess, just how she is as a person. Yeah. Self-destructive stuff. And there's something deeper going on. I mean, with everyone, there's always something yeah. deeper going on. But with her, it her does feels seem mental. like, like oh, yeah. yeah, like to me, like mm-hmm. I'm not a doctor or anything, but it feels more psychological and a little like body dysmorphia ish or something like that. Yeah. Or like depression or something yeah, like that. Like she might need some sort of i'm sure she's sought it out you know at this point but yeah i wish that she would open up more about that on the show or yeah. just like and maybe this like friendship with stassi will bring that out I think but like tbd open. yeah I think stassi's pretty open yeah that'd be good for her to talk about it because people do watch and get triggered by the show so yeah and i want would... to know like more <laughs> yeah. about her like yeah. i and i'm ready to like kind of get more of her like backstory or have her in the fold and in the mix a little bit more being yellow like she is they are a little buttoned up you know mm-hmm. and she's she carries it different than stassi who's more like half and half like she's a little more like it's under the buttoned up yellow is the rest of her so yeah. like you gotta gotta kind of get through that and then you can kind of see where she's where she's at or whatever emotionally or like what what she's thinking or whatnot otherwise she can kind of yeah she can come off as like colder or aloof or bitchy or yeah. whatever um what's sandoval's aura he's got a lot of purple okay you know but it with like green sparkles in it i don't know how else to say it so i feel like he's like very that sounds right does it sound right <laughs> yeah it feels right he's i mean he wants attention yeah he wants it but he's also like logical you know mm-hmm. but so it's like he's very purple with the ability to try to monetize that yeah you know try to make a living out of it like he doesn't feel so self-destructive anymore i feel like he's got just because i can see sometimes like the people have gone through through a learning curve mm-hmm. and i feel like he's gone through one and i feel like he's kind of on the upside of it he's always going to be who he is he's a bit of a character yeah but that's why people like him and i feel like that's that is who he is he's yeah. kind of like he is kind of a little self-obsessed with how he looks and stuff like that definitely but the forehead charming. shaving and he's, all of that wow. oh yeah he shaves his forehead it's hairy no it's just like he does it for like exfoliation purposes okay. it's been like a sand of all things oh my god <laughs> i'm like maybe i'll try that someday all right. <laughs> <laughs> do does does do he and ariana make like a good couple i don't feel like they 
have a lot of intimacy or mm-hmm. something i feel like there's like a separation i mean physically i don't know how else to say it like i feel like there's they respect each other's boundaries really well i feel like they're respectful to each other and i just get i just don't get a lot of like cohesion i guess i'm trying to say yeah it doesn't feel like what he binds to them together it feels like a friendship mm-hmm. it feels like a respect you know it feels like they're there for one another. It feels like they kind of understand each other. But like, I don't know, like if I was reading Ariana, I would say like, you feel a little single to me right now. And I get that when somebody is um, feeling a little single to me right now, like they don't feel as emotionally supported as perhaps they would um, be in, in their most authentic life. And, yeah. And, but that's on her. She doesn't always like want. If you're not opening in. up. How can someone yeah, emotionally like support that's you? How, you know, she's got to open up more, but that, so like the two, and I feel like she found somebody that doesn't notice that so much, mm-hmm. you know, cause he's a or little takes bit of, things at like face yeah, value. And then a, it's, yeah, like, yeah, it's like, okay, he'll go shave his forehead or whatever. Yeah. Like he doesn't care. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> like he's like, I gotta go shave my forehead. I'll go shave my forehead. See you so later, babe. Fine. <laughs> And she's just alone. <laughs> um, okay, wait. James and his family at dinner is probably like <gasps> the explosion of so many. That was like a season so one color. throwback of like chaotic uh, auras, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. The mother. The mother, like, like what is her aura? I mean, she's just addict. Yeah. You know, and James is too, mm-hmm. you know, but in the struggle he has with it. Yeah. And I worry about him long term just because sometimes when I feel addiction on people, it's like you have to have the, you have to want to control it yeah. because it's never going away. No. And I feel like with him, it's like his youth and his creativity are the only things keeping it at bay mm-hmm. right now. Um, and it's just his need for this one thing over addiction, like, you know, the, the DJ thing or the show or like whatever that is. Yeah. So he needs all that. He does. Yeah. He needs to be addicted to that mm-hmm. instead of addicted to like something else. But and he's good at what he does. Like, yeah, I've seen him. I've oh, gone to like, the See You Next Tuesdays. They were really fun. I mean, he was like off the rails at both of them, like just out of control. But like people were enjoying themselves. Like the music was good. I enjoy like his DJ skills. Like I think that he's passionate about it. You see that. He's and got like, the it factor. Yeah. And it yeah. just is like, okay, this is a person that could do something with this. He can throw out his vibe. That's mm-hmm. like not not everybody can do that. It's like people some people throw out their energy mm-hmm. and you feel it. Mm-hmm. And you feel part of them. I feel like he can do that. Yeah. And that's what he did to his siblings, I feel like he really tried to like just encompass them or try to be there, be a lot for them it made me really sad mm-hmm. so like like his surface level he's like a big jerk like calling everybody fat or like saying nasty things but then you see like oh my god like this guy was like totally undernurtured as a child his dad is completely absent yeah um mentally for him didn't probably hear one thing that he had to say about how mom was doing no. i feel like he's the type that was getting kids ready for school making lunches making dinner putting kids to bed putting band-aids on boo is he the oldest he's the oldest yeah yeah putting band-aids on boo-boos you know like he was well, mom was, God knows what mom was doing. I feel like there was a lot of so men in and out of the house. Hard, like, yeah. Especially when it's like, he's like, oh, I was 14 when I noticed my mom's <laughs> drinking problem. And that's like right when you're becoming yeah. a man. Right. So you're going through like puberty, essentially. Yeah, that's when he and, noticed it. Yeah, like when it was he going noticed on. that. And yeah. then it's like, that contextualizes every relationship with a woman yeah. or like romantically that you're going to have from there on out because yeah. it's like because he dated Kristen for a while oh. which we will get to her aura wow. in a second but like i when I, the mom was introduced on the show right. i was like oh my god this is like they're the same person yeah 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 she's like the mom's very toxic mm-hmm. and very much like i feel like she shared way too much with her kid at yeah. a very early age like he just and i feel like it kind of gives you 
he's good with women like he understands them but it's there's also a level there of misogyny that i feel like comes from just like having to deal with a mom yeah being so angry i'm angry at my mother and like there anybody that reminds him of that he wants to play that out on yeah you know hence and that's why raquel is like a safe thing for him because she's not like mom at all she's no, kind of just, she's just like whatever you know yeah. like the feather thing floating. yeah you know she's fine <laughs> <It's a> feather <laughs> you know so yeah it's like really the, and that's why the show is so flipping deep yeah but james like he needs to go to rehab yeah it's like the addiction thing is like you have to get pushed to your yeah. bottom to like have that aha moment of like i'm gonna change my life and like do things differently now and it's like for him it could be like really that bottom could be really scary it could be a really low bottom yeah he's he gives me that scary addict vibe where i like i get nervous it's not just alcohol it could go like way deeper than that Mm -hmm. like and i don't know what his past has been but he feels like he's heavy into self-destruction yeah and i work yeah his bottom would be like way too low and like I said, not an expert. I'm not any sort of expert at all. It's just like, I feel like I've seen enough addiction in my own life. And then mm-hmm. with clients and stuff like that, sometimes there's just a balance. And it's like people live on that edge. And he feels like one of those people. Yeah. That like will always be precariously living on that edge. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, so Lisa or Lala comes yeah. in to see you next Tuesday. Right. She's this fresh off of her the hip <laughs> gaudy premiere, mm. <laughs> which seemed like a flop. And I guess was a flop. Yeah, it was funny. I have yet to see it. I probably will see it at some point just for the lol factor. But right. what is Lala's aura? Yeah, she's like, oh, all right. So she's got a lot of indigo. Okay. And I never rarely see that unless I do like psychic readings and mm-hmm. stuff like that because like it's a very rare aura color, but she also has purple which she covers it up with it. Um, and, and her and James have this like weird thing. Like, and um, she's just, emo- I feel like she feels other people's feelings yeah. as her own. Mm-hmm. But I feel like she still needs to like develop this. She's a smart girl. Yeah. I feel like she really does need to develop this somehow into being a little bit more, um, I guess, like verbal about how she feels and stuff like that. But she's just way too concerned with other people. And I feel like, and I don't know what her storyline is half the time on this show or whatever, but like from what I saw in that conversation was there's an anger there and it has nothing to do with Raquel not understanding that James is cheating on her. Yeah. Like it has to do with something completely different and it has to do more with like her and James mm-hmm. together and like what their relationship is. Or they whatever. have a loaded history and okay. like they feel very like, to me, they feel like some sort of soulmate. Yeah. Energy. Like a twin flame thing. Yeah. yeah they totally. Do, they have like that, that push and pull chaser runner kind of thing going on. Like mm-hmm. where one's a chaser, one's a runner, this and that. And then like, I feel like they talked, they could say anything to one another and then they'll get over it. Too. Yeah. Like, cause they, they're so real with one another. They're each other's like counterpart. They bring something ways. out on the other person. Yes. And you see like James is so upset and like keeps talking shit about Lala's man. Right. <laughs> Randall. Oh, <yeah. laughs> and it's like, obviously <laughs> like he's very in love with Lala. Yeah. I think. And like, I think that he's had a front row seat to like the tumultuous nature of Lala and Randall's relationship. So when he says like, fuck that guy, like blah, blah, blah. He's speaking more to that than like his actual problem with like Randall himself. It's just like he knows too much. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. Their problems. Because she, I feel like she talks to him a lot. And I feel like they... Or used to, at least. Well, I don't and know. then now they're like, they're totally falling out with each other. But it's sometimes like the opposite of hate is indifference, mm-hmm. you know? And I feel like there's no indifference there. No, so they they're definitely, very triggered by each they other. They have the opposite of love, sorry, is indifference. Or, 
I no. forget what it is. Hey, what? yeah, I think you got it right. Did the I get first it? Time. Oh, yeah, I shouldn't have corrected that. But yeah, like, but that's like they're not indifferent. Like they care too much about one another mm-hmm. for it to be like, oh, we don't, you know. And then like that's the most chemistry I see like out of everybody in the whole. <laughs> Like those two, it's just like, what is that? I know. I'm so glad to hear you like say that because I've said I've thought that before about them, and I did like yeah. some fan fiction episodes where mm-hmm. I like just that was literally called like Lala and James Twin Flames, and oh gosh, I funny. just see them as these like two people that truly yeah. like belong together. Yeah, they connect on like ma- many levels, mm-hmm. like the different planes of existence. It's yeah. very deep. <laughs> But yeah, so deep. Like we can find like the past meaning. lives. They've been in each other's I'm like past sure. lives. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My God, I can't imagine what that looked like. I know it's wild. <laughs> um, do you? Okay, can we? We Kristen wasn't in this episode, okay. but I need oh, to know. Yeah, Dowdy. Dowdy to me, she feels like she inserts herself in abusive situations. Like mm-hmm. if I had to like pattern her out. And, like, I don't know if that's true for all the... But, like, I get her just, like, very attracted to situations that aren't in her favor. Yeah. And I feel like this is her way... Like, I told you... Like I said, like, everyone's purple here, by the way. Like, it's like so much purple. It's just, like, a purple. Yeah. Her purple, though, is, like, in a very, like... There's blue mixed up in it. So it's kind of, like, her emotions and her passions are all screwed up or whatever and i feel like she can she confuses what her um, emotions are with like what she wants to do or like all this kind of stuff so my my point being is that i feel like she ties herself to situations that give her the self-fulfilling prophecy that she's not good enough or something like that yeah so i get her just like the whole thing with raquel and i wonder if she's done that like a million other times she's been trying to do this all like because season two it was revealed that she and Jack slept together. And so that was like the huge, yeah, Saucy and Jax had just broken up, but Kristen was with Sandoval and then she cheated on Sandoval. I remember that from first season. With Jax. Yes. And then it was like a whole, like she just got torn to shreds over that. So she's ever since then tried to like expose other people's cheating, but like. And to own up to what she did. Yeah. And like like a self-hatred thing. Yeah. Because it's like whenever they, no one has ever given her the reaction she's truly wanted out of Mm -hmm. like her attempts to expose like the men for it. (laughs) Yeah. They seem to fall flat. They fall really flat. And then I think when you're that person like Kristen doing that, then you get the message like, oh, I'm not good. Or like it's a, it's self-fulfilling. Yeah. Like, and, like in a negative way. Because she's got blue in her, she can borrow emotions. Mm-hmm. So like in that moment when you tell somebody like you're being cheated on, like you're going to feel all this passion and fury. You might feel like anger. You might feel like, hey, girl, thanks. You might feel she borrows it. Mm-hmm. They're not hers. It's like she takes it for a minute. And then like when it goes away, she can it can leave a big void. So she chases That's it. That's an empath problem. Okay. Yeah. Like people like will chase other people's feelings or bar I call it borrowing happiness mm-hmm. in order to like replace what they don't have. So like they'll be pleasers. But on her way it's like the opposite. She's like a displeaser. Yeah. So she's like, <laughs> I'm gonna displease everybody. Feel that for a while because it's interesting. Mm-hmm. And then like and then like her purple self, because purple people always want to grow. So she's like, okay, I'm feeling growth from this for a minute. But it's not yours. It's theirs. Like you're yeah. borrowing all their stuff. Mm-hmm. So she's got to find something that's like her own thing. Work you know? on herself. Yeah. Or her t-shirt line. Oh, is that what she has? <laughs> yeah, she yeah. has that. <laughs> Put that line on it from yeah. her, from Lala. <laughs> <laughs> totally. That's, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so Raquel... 
and Lala fight. Right. It goes nowhere. But right. pr- I think mostly because Lala approaches it by just attacking her straight up. Like yeah. if I was going to try and get to the bottom of like what Raquel's feeling, I'd yeah. be like, hey, I'm so sorry I called you dumb. Like that right. wasn't the right approach. Delivery. But like, what are you thinking right yeah. now? And like, then just give her the floor. Because you just really need to know. Yeah. What are you thinking It's right just now? a curiosity <laughs> thing. <laughs> like she might be like, I'm hungry. Yeah. Like... <laughs> She's like, well, I had the pasta tonight, but it was okay. And I don't know, like, I'm tired. I might watch a movie later. Yeah, like, she doesn't think that much. And maybe it's like everyone just needs to accept that Raquel is just like a little feather. Like, she's a feather and she's She's like in Forrest Gump, that feather that flew in and out. (laughs) That was Raquel. (laughs) That's exactly what that is. And it's like, if you just, like, people want this, like, reaction from her, but it's more about James and not about her. Yeah. Like, destroy James with us. And it's like, I don't care, you know, like, she doesn't care. Mm -hmm. So, because she doesn't think so much. And I feel like she does believe what he says. And, I feel like like when she says he treats me like a queen, I feel like, you know, it's for. Yeah, it's easy to just be like, because even when they kissed at the the lunch with the parents, my God, I noticed the same thing. It was like as though they weren't even connect. It was just like so like their lips kind of didn't touch. Yeah, I noticed so beautiful. And then it was over, and, and I was like, like, that ah, wasn't a real kiss. It was weird. But I think Raquel thinks that that's like what it's like to be treated like a queen. Through his survival tactics, James has learned how to lie beautifully mm-hmm. to people and mean it. And he has learned how to... Make them feel special. He make them feel special and mean it. Like, he, he can mean it when he says it. That's why you can... People like that who are intuitive, like they can kind of fool you a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, because like you're like, okay, like people like Ra- Raquel can be fooled. Yeah. Like, but he says he loves me and he bought me this puppy or like, I don't know if he did, but like he bought me this puppy, like and we have a puppy together and he cooks for me. So all these things means he loves me because she's not super tapped into like her yeah. like emotional awareness of like mm-hmm. something's off, like a vibe. Yeah. But she might not. Just, some people live like that. Some people just live like that and they're okay. And they do like, fine. They're fine. Yeah. They like live. They're <laughs> fine. Really weird to me. I always wonder about that. The I'm deeper like, people are always like, how do you like, but they're happier. Yeah, they are happier. Like, that is happy. the thing is where yeah. you're like, if you're kind of a dum-dum, you're like probably much just like the more world's harder at peace for and like people who aren't. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. <sighs> she's fine. Don't to worry about dumb. Raquel. Nobody worry about Raquel. Nobody right. worry. Yeah. I think she's fine. I don't get any sort of like dark feelings she's all right (laughs) um so james and lisa have this heartbreaking awful conversation yeah that is just like for the second time watching it it was just like so so sad yeah and i don't i'm worried about him she she took away she pulled the rug out from under him Mm -hmm. now of course, he did this to himself. He did it to himself, and yeah. like actions have consequences, what, like, as our genius Raquel once said in a past episode. That was sometimes she's smart like yeah. that. Yeah, she'll hit on like sh- just some random platitude that like rings true to the moment, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, "Good like job, a generalization." Raquel. Yeah. And we're like, "Yeah, that fits <laughs> totally." Slow clap. Okay, like, but she's but like yeah, yeah and I just felt like. I've always had a real problem with Katie and I don't. Yeah. And it's just like, I think that her using this moment to like get back at James was really misguided. And like, it's 
easy and it's low it's no stakes for her she does not really care like obviously i would not want to work anywhere where someone's calling me fat or body shaming me but also you're on a reality show with a bunch of psychotic people so like they're constantly going to be doing bad things to you your job as a reality show person got you called fat not your job as a waiter no and like like, the reality show is why james is in your world to begin with yeah it's not like because you work at sir right so like I just take a lot of umbrage with the way she like handles herself yeah. and tries to like deflect onto other people when it's like she clearly has like yeah a lot that's of- what it was about and like he shouldn't have done that and it got it just that was like the straw mm-hmm. you know and that's how it like that's how it went yeah and so I don't know yeah so we'll see like where things go from there yeah I mean I feel bad I, I feel like she is gonna like hire him back because like she loves I feel like she loves James I feel like Lisa loves James she has like an affinity for him and if he apologizes like he knows how to do well mm-hmm. it'll be fine yeah let's and hope. see you next Tuesday we'll continue Ugh. I'm sure it already is I don't think it was because I ran into I ran into Ariana and Sheena like around the time that they were filming like re- ended up at like the same bar as them one night That's and I'm amazing. friendly with Ariana and so she's like very like nice and we'll chat whenever we see each other right. and I had overheard them saying like James had been fired and see you next Tuesday was over oh and gosh. I had gone like the two Tuesdays before this like firing happened right. it was lit and then it never it was not happening anymore so maybe she took away his like, like DJ his CD, opportunity his CD rights. I just yeah, I feel know. like he's it's gonna sad. come back somehow yeah. like I don't feel like this is the end for him no i but root for him they might have to send him somewhere just to save face because the guy is obviously like spiraling too. yeah there's something like yeah, and very I hope they very take care of that. but it's a good message for people who are spiraling like this is what it looks like yeah you know like everybody hates you uh-huh like, and i wish that they would speak i hope that they speak more to like addiction than yes. just like because that's another thing too where it's like okay you calling like body shaming someone isn't yeah. the real problem the right. real problem is that you're an addict and you need help yeah that's and like Exactly. let's talk about that yeah the, instead like, what's of like that? giving this other thing more attention like than what's your need what is your need to always be hated by people yeah like that's your self-destruction why do you do totally that? you know like why do you need to f- be hated by people yeah it's a fuel for him uh, well thank you oh so much thank you for, for having being me. my guest on this, this episode fun. i'm i'm obsessed with pump rules now and i will continue uh, I can't wait. We'll have to we'll have to talk again because I, I need to like fun. check in. This was so fun and put a lot of things into perspective. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, can you tell everyone where they can find you? Yes, mysticmichaela dot mm-hmm. and Instagram mysticmichaela. Yes, and you do readings. Do you do them like over the phone or via yeah, Skype as yeah. well? Yeah, I do um, phone readings. Okay, and I do in person and I do email readings as well. And you can find out all that on the website. Okay, awesome. I'm sure that there will be many readers I can't that wait. are excited. Yeah, I've had to- some. All my people like were like you have to start watching because I'll do like on my Instagram like I don't know like what's going on with people do the aura analysis yeah, and that's how are, I found you and then oh, I really? was like yeah through Instagram and then I was like because someone had turned me on one of my followers was like you have to follow this woman like she uh, does all these aura readings because uh, every the people that listen to my podcast know that I'm like really into that kind yeah. of stuff and so then I was like this is amazing like oh, I need cool. her to be on the show and I'm, yeah so now because they're all like you have to do you have to start watching if you watch pump rolls you got to start doing this person do that person I was like I don't know what that is <laughs> now I'm like oh my god where have I been so thank you <laughs> uh, the pleasure was all mine I went did we forget anyone's aura I don't think that we did I feel like we covered everyone everybody okay at everybody yeah real quick yes. Randall aura 
Have you looked at Randall Emmett ever? He's Lala's man. He's not on the show, but I thought maybe just for like, yeah. Randall Randall Emmett. E-M-M-E-T-T, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Okay, so Randall Emmett is very red. And okay, oh. so what's interesting, he's, isn't he a producer or something like mm-hmm. that? He doesn't have producer energy. He has more like salesy energy, okay. yeah. which is interesting because usually producers are like green and purple and they're like about like art and creating a vision. He's mm-hmm. more like selling it. Okay. So I get kind of like a salesy vibe with him. Um, feisty, very like protective of her, a little bit like loud, kind of like traditional feeling. Sometimes I'll get that when somebody like has... um. Like like that guy, like a real dude, like a real guy, like yeah. that kind of a thing. I feel like she likes that for the passion mm-hmm. thing. But like in work, I feel like there's, and I feel like he's big guy, like he's on top of the food chain or whatever, yeah. and like what he does. But I do get, it's more of like a sales, like networking and like working through that. But he's red. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And also interesting, there are no orange auras on the show. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's orange i'll see like when people are going through like major life change okay like in like tiny increments there's only one person that has like an they i can think like a total orange aura yeah like donald trump has an orange and a red aura (gasps) Ooh, i just got a terrible chill (laughs) (laughs) but you know what it means it means change yeah so like when he was running for election i was like oh my god he means it like Mm -hmm. he means it like he'd change anything just to change it yeah like whatever it is i need to change it like that (sighs) So, like, that's the only person I see with, like, a lot. But I'll see it, like, in readings, like, every once in a while when somebody's going through a divorce or, like, job channel. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, what's going Like, there's something crazy going on in your life right now. Interesting. Yeah. That's how I see it. I love that. Yeah. Well, thank you again. <laughs> this was such an amazing journey Thanks to take with me. you. Thanks for having me. This was fun. And yeah. And I look Boyd forward to next, to next time. Because I know I know I'm feeling. Because I know I know. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.